Good Vachrabosai. We're holding that Tzadi Ches Omed base right at the bottom, last line, where the Gemara says like this: Tonu Rabbanon, Charutzim Hoyu Kroshim. Right, the Kroshim, the boards, the beams had like little marks, little chiseled out things in the bottom. Vachalulim Hoyu Adonim, and the Adonim, right, those were the sockets. We spoke about that uh, erev Shabbos. Those were the sockets where the uh, like the little pieces went into. Those were hollow to allow the pieces to go inside and obviously be uh, more secure. As we turn to Tzadi Tess Omer Aleph. The Nirin Krosim Belalois Kuchoychovim Burakia. Interesting. And these uh, hooks, right, that were in over there in the Lulois, in the, in the loops, it could it looked basically like the uh, stars in the sky, right? That's what it looked like. And uh, you have to understand, right, because we all know there's many Gemaras that talk about the background being like a nice type of blue shade over there. And uh, these loops were obviously golden. And because of that, they give like this little sparkle all over the place. So it almost looked like it was a beautiful sight. Like the Gemara tells us, you, you didn't see it, you didn't understand it, you never saw it in your life. It's unbelievable. Mitzvah will be very soon to see it. Amen. Right there, I mentioned uh, two days ago, we already mentioned, we talked about the various types of... Um, Reas, the nice tapestries that were spread over the Mishkon. So there are different layers. So the bottom ones, Shell Treles, the Shell Argomon, the Shell Tolar Shani, the Shell Sheish, right? All different types of wools and, and, and flax and all sorts of nice colors. But Elyonis Shell Maise Izim. Top ones were goat skins. The Chochma required for the top one was much more more than the bottom ones. By the bottom ones, what does it say when they wove it together? So, since the top one, it says So you see that obviously they required a specific wisdom by the top Ureas, the nice curtains, rather than the bottom ones. But Tanya, in other words, the way they did it was a very interesting chokhmah, was they actually um, would clean it and spin it in certain ways and sort of comb it down while it was on the animal, which basically gave it a much better feel because if you do that after the uh, wool has been sheared from the animal, kind of loses the geschmack, and therefore when you do it, it doesn't have the same effect. Therefore, when you do it when it's still on the animal, it has a very special chokhmah to that. That's the chokhmah that we're referring to. Okay, so now, let's go back to our case. Like we said, that you've got two of these like balconies sort of jutting out into Rishus HaRabim, and someone carries it from one to the other. So we said your potter, right? Because it's all one thing. Um, okay, so let's have a look. Right, there Golas in the Mishkan, which were made for obviously carrying the beams, the Krashim, under and between them and the sides, all have a din of Rishosarabim. The distance between the two wagons, again, that were done in the Mishkan, was actually the amount of the length of the agola itself. That was the distance in between one and the other. Was its own length. That's what it, that, that's what it is. Um, okay, the kama oivach agola. So how much is the length of an agola? Chamesh amas. Okay, normally. But they come up. But why did you need five amas of these agolas? But arba or palga sagi. You could have had four and a half. 
that would have been good enough. As we mentioned, we're going to go through all the calculations again. But when they basically pile up all the Kroshim, all the beams, onto these wagons, the Kroshim's width was an, an Amar and a half, and therefore an Amar and a half, and you had how many, remember? Yeah, three. And therefore, if that's the case, uh, four, um, uh, four Amars and a half is enough. We'll cover the whole thing, right? One and a half, one and a half, one and a half equals very good. Four and a half. So if that's the case, why that's made them five? Says the Gemara, tell you why. Now, we don't want to squash all the beams together, and therefore four and a half would have been exact. No, a little bit more to give a little bit more space. On my rover, right? The side of the Agola, the width of the side of the Agola, that's what he means. Um, it was the amount of the width of the Agola itself. How much was the width of the Agola? Okay, so the width was two and a half Amos. Uh, that basically means, so therefore if the two sides had probably, that would come out, an Amma and a quarter each. Lomali. Why does it have to be, why does the width of the Agola need to be in the beginning two and a half Amos? Ba'amsa upalga sagi. It would have been enough to make one and a half, and therefore you could put the, the, the thickness of the beam on it. So No, because if it's very very thin, in other words, if the agola isn't wide enough, and you're going to put them there, it's going to sort of debalance. Right, you've got to have it wider in order to accept more weight, and therefore not tip over, or not tilt to one side, and therefore that's the reason why it was a little bit bigger, to give it more weight. We all know, right, that when you learn Hilchus Erevin, for example, which Be'ez HaShem, the next Mesechta, the, the, the amount, the uh, measurement of what's considered to be a Rishus HaRabim, Rishus HaRabim Doraisa, is many requirements, one of them being 16 Amas wide, which most of our motorways and highways are included in that, right? Kvish uh, Ocean Parkway, you know, depending where you live, M1, M6, whatever. So, Ella de Kaimelon, Derek Hoshos Rabbim, Sheshes Rabbim, 16 hours. Anan de Gamunolom Mishkon, where do we learn all our inyonim from the Mishkon, right? That's where we learn all the Malachos of Shabbos. One second, have a look. The Mishkon, Chamesre Hava. But the Rishos um, Rabbim, in the time of the Mishkon, where the Agolas used to go past, was only 15. What's going on? Says the Gemara, no, obviously it says Hava. There was an extra Amma, made it into 16. Remember, by the way, why am I saying 15, right? Because you've got five. Each one is, you know, five, five. And then you've got the, in between, we said there's a whole one, Kilu, like empty space. So five, five, five. That's, as far as I know, 15. So why, so if we learn it from there, so why does the Rishos Rabbim nowadays have to be 16 for it to be a problem of Rishos Rabbim? Says the Gemara, there was an extra Amma in the days over there, Hava Le'Koi Ben Levi, that the, the Levim used to stand behind the Agola, the Chimishtal Ve'Groshim Avinokit Luhu. Because then they would see the Matzav. You know, when you're carrying a big load, you always put someone in the back just to make sure the Matzav is good. So that's what the Levim would stay there. There was an extra Amma in order to ensure that, uh, in other words, there was like a half an am on either side for the Levim to know what's going on and to see how's it going. Rabbi Isai, let's learn the Mishnah. Chulia Sabai. Right, so you basically dug up a bone and around the bone you've got all the sand and all the dirt that's around it. Vahasala, Shehin Gavoyna Sarah. Right, there are ten Tfachim high and then the middle of Shazabam. Vahachman Abba, and they're four white. Hanodal Mehemba, Noisen, Agabon Chayev. Anyone takes backwards and forwards, they're going to be Chayev. 
right? It's got a dinner of Yachid. And you're in the middle of Rosh Hashanah, Chayiv. Pochos can, but if they're not ten high, or they're not four wide, Potter, that's not a din of Rosh Hashanah, and therefore it's considered still to be a rabbin. So it's rabbin to rabbin, therefore it's okay. Why did you have to tell us? It's, it's, it's almost like the mission is basically telling us that we're talking about that you take you you be with total from the chulia to the rishus from the rishus to the chulia. Let's say habor vahasela. Just tell us you take from the bor to the cellar. Says the gemara mesayla the reviyochan. This is a raya to shitas reviyochanon. The amr reviyochan bor v'chul yasa mitstorfin laasore. That means if you've got a bor that is five tefachim deep and around it you've got the earth piled up, that is the height of five tefachim. So there we are, five and five. Ten. Therefore, it's mistaken, and that's why the Mishnah specifically said Chulias Habar. Right? You couldn't say Bar because the Chulias is considered to be included. Beautiful. Tanya Miyachi Bar Rabim Amuka If you have a Bar Rosh Rabim that is ten for him deep, for Rachva Bar and for white. You can't fill up water over there on Shabbos because it has a din of Rishus Ha Yachid, and you're in the middle of Rosh Rabim. As we tell the page, Sadi Tesla Mbeis. Unless you make all around the bar a machitza of ten tfachim, then of course you'll be allowed to stand within that machitza, and that's okay because the whole thing's got a din of rishus yachid. Then shows some men of a shabbos, and the imkain yechnis lo roshay berubai or bava chodasa mustafin Beautiful. So therefore, you see from here that the bar and the chodasa are mustaf, and that's pshat why the Mishnah used that particular lashon. Ask the gemara kasha boy many ramotcha mi rove amud berushus Right, you got a beam pillar. Middle of a shusram. Govoya sovirochabab. Right? The whole thing is ten tochim high and it is for white. Vazorak Vanoch al Gabo. And you threw something from the Rishus Arabim and it landed on top of the pillar. Mao. What's the din? Miyamin and Akira is do we say that there was an Akira from a place that's Osa, meaning obviously the Rishus Rabbim. Hare Anocha Beisa. Then there was Anocha Beisa as well. And therefore, of course, you're gonna be high, obviously. Oi Dilma came into Mamakam Tokoyasya, since at the end of the day. Since before the item landed on the uh, pillar, which is ten tefachim high, it was in the air of the shusar rabbim above ten tefachim. Now we know the air above ten tefachim is a mokum b'tor, so basically it came from a mokum b'tor, and therefore loy you wouldn't be chayv. Amane masnis nitzah mishnah. Asa shalil rabbi yisrael. They came to us. Ali rabbi yisrael. Amane masnis nitzah mishnah. Amane shalil abay. They came to us. Abay. Amane masnis nitzah mishnah. Amane hello. Like you're all spitting the same spit, you're all making the same mistake. What's going on here? Omelay, that night is bra. Do you not hold the hatnan? Fusha Mishnah, Hanoitel mayhem, the noisin al gabom is chayov. What do you mean? If a person takes from the chulias habar and the cellar that's high at 10th for him and he puts it on them, there's going to be chayov. So the same thing is if you throw it onto something which is 10th for him high. So, like, what's going on? Um. Okay, you have to understand this. There is a toastus here, by the way. It makes things a little bit more complicated. There is a toastus that you, you threw it by Lachsoin, like on a, on a slant, so that, that's the kasha. It, it was over ten tvachim, under ten tvachim. Okay, Ein Shom. Says the Gemara, Omelu Dilma Masli Simbamachat. In other words, what we're saying now over here is something else. Now we're saying that Mishnah that you were discussing is talking about throwing a machat, right? A needle. A needle. What's the kasha? Macha nami. What do you mean? The same thing with the nachat. EF Shadaloi Medalia Purta. Uh, what do you mean? It, it's for sure, it's, it's going to be slightly raised up, right, into where? Into the Mokum Batur, which is over 10th Vachim, before it goes to that, that, oh, that, that, that beam. 
In other words, it's impossible to throw it and sort of like slide onto the tenth fucking beam. It's like it goes a bit higher, and as it sort of like makes its landing, it lands on there. So it means so the middle was a little bit higher. So it was above tenth fucking, and if it was above tenth fucking, it came from a mocking patol. The Isle Moshe, very interesting. They we're talking about a case where an amudak beam has a. Um, Yeah, it has like a like a thing sticking out of it, and that thing sticking out is under tent for him, and therefore the the needle that you throw onto that can actually get onto it without having to go above tent for him, and therefore there's no kasha of it coming from a mokum b'tor inami the ramya becharitza. We're talking about a case where the needle is in like a crack, which it basically got into without having to go more than tent for him. Amar of Mayasha. Boy, Rav Yochanan Koisel Boshus Arab. You got a Koisel a wall. Middle Boshus Arab. Kavaya Sova in the Rachababa. Right, it's ten for right, not for white. Umukav lekamelis vasoroshus yochid. And what it does is, its job is it's basically going all the way around the Kamelis and it turns it into a shusha yochid. Vezorak vnochal gabov. And somebody threw something and it landed on top of the wall. My water did. Mia minan came with the inner rachababa. Oh, this wall is not full fucking wide. Memedis makabatuhu. Memedis could be potter. Oh, then what do we say? Came with a sober shusha yochid. Since at the end of the day, what did this wall do? This wall turned the Kamelis into a shusha yochid. Kamanta molya damya. Wow. It's as if the whole thing is full to the top. So therefore, the wall is just a hemshech of the full, and therefore it is considered to be for tvachim, and therefore it's going to be chayiv because it's got a din of its own rishus. Very, very interesting idea. This one. If other things make a mechitza, you know, would it not be able to make a, a mechitza for itself? Of course, you can. So if you can, so therefore that answers the whole kasha, right? Says the Gemara, it manami, Omar of Chia, Barashi, Omarav. The Henomer of Yitzhak, Omar of Yechanon, Koisel, Roshusarab, Gavoya, Survey, and Rochavabo, Umuk of the Kamlet, Vasogi, Roshusayochit, Vazov, and Ochagalov, Chayev, the Hemos and Machitza, Latsman, and Kolchikin. If it can make a Machitza of everyone else, meaning by turning into Shusayochit, then for sure for itself, it can do the same thing. Boy, Ravi Yechanon, Bor Tisha. Okay, so now you've got a situation, you've got a bow, a pit, which is ninth for him deep, and obviously for wide. And basically you went inside, and you chapped a shtickle of earth from the bottom, and what happened now? All of a sudden now it's tenth for him. Okay, Mao, what's it in? In other words, it was nine when you put your hand in, so to speak, but when you chapped it out, you turned it into ten. So does that consider to be that you took it from a mockum of ten? Or, Lamaisa, when I took it, it was really nine. Like, at what point do you look at it? Do we say it's like, you know, the Akira of an item and making a Mechitza all at the same time? Is it Chayev or is it not Chayev? Was it, you know, did he take it from a Mok, from a Mok or from a Mok since you, you could say that since originally it was not a Rosh because it was only nine and therefore not Vichayev so now the Kasha Bor Asora if you've got a bar that's made of ten Fachim and you put in right you came from Rosh Hashanah you got a clump of earth in your hand and you put it into the bar 
Umiato, and you make it smaller, right? Because now it's only nine for him. Maos, they didn't know. Hanochas chavis for the sin machitza behind the dodikasi. Did it happen both at the same time? Machayev or no machayev? Yes or no? In other words, do we say that the 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 the, the clump of earth, whatever it was that you took, you know, was it in Rosh Hashanah or Rosh Hashanah? What was it? Because it originally was nine. It was originally uh, it was originally ten. I'm sorry. And by putting in there, you made it into nine. Tishul ami today. You know what? We'll figure it out from its own self, the Tanya, the Tnan. Like the Mishnah says, this is the Mishnah which will be Eza Shem see tomorrow, Daf Kuf. Hazorik Arba Amas Bakaisel. Person throws something, Dalad Amas, right? And he hits a wall. Lemalam Asorit Fachim. And where does he hit the wall? Above Tent Fachim. Kuzorik Ba'ave. It's like throwing in the air. Lemalam Asorit. Under Tent Fachim. Kuzorik Ba'avits. It's from the ground. So this guy is also. We asked the cash on this Mishnah. But the Maisel, when they threw it for Amas, it never actually, uh, um, it never like went on the ground. Because what happens when you throw it on the wall? It bounces back. So if it bounces back, so it's, it's less than four Amas. We're talking about a very, very sticky little, um, a little like a thing of uh, figs. And therefore, it stuck on the wall. It didn't bounce back. Okay, so Taka went for Amas. Now we're going to ask the Kasha. It's less than four Amas. And it's even true, it's stuck on the wall, right? By the end of the day, it's less than four amas in this case. Because what happens is, this is at least what we're understanding for the moment over here, right? Rashi and everyone else, is that um, Rashi, Rashi learns this way. And knows that the, the fig thing that's stuck on the wall becomes a chedek of the wall. So now, now the whole distance from where I am to where the wall is is less than Dalad because I've got a fig thing which makes it less. And, but it happened at the same time. No, that's exactly our case. Hosanam no. No, no shaykhahs over there by the thick, with the thick thing. He doesn't want a mavatle over there. He just stuck it over there. Hocham mavatle here, but he puts the dirt inside the thing. About these mavatle there. Boy, hove. Zohak daf nochal gabi is If a person took a, a daf, a piece of plank of wood, whatever, and he threw it and he rested on pegs, that were obviously ten him high, so he made it into a shushyachid. No, what's the din? It, it, you, when you put it there, it was nothing. But when it sat there, all of a sudden it became its own Rosh Are you chayv or not? If it happened at the same time, I keep my body, what you're asking? What are you asking the same thing? What did Rav's kasha be? What's the din? Since they happened at the same time, meaning it landed and became Rosh Hashanah, at the same time, it's the same as our case. Oh, then what do we say? Give the middle, Since it probably went a little bit above, and then comes down, That's the And the answer is Rabbi Sai Teiku, which obviously is Hashem. We will find out when Mashiach comes. Just to mention one last thing, because we're talking over here. Very interesting idea of this of the traveling of a tzida gola kamali rochav gola. Right, we mentioned that at the beginning of Amud Aleph. So we said um, there's a, a pasuk in Bamidbar Perik Zayin goes to that there were actually were six wagons transporting the Mishkan. Four of them were for the children of Morari in order to use for transportation of the beams of the Mishkan, and the other two wagons were for the children of Gershon, which were used to carry the, the curtains and the coverings of the Mishkan, all that sort of stuff. So um, the twelve nesim. 
of the tw- of the twelve tribe, each of them joined together in pairs to contribute one wagon per couple. Murdoch Svona, Rabbi say. The Svona says that since there was a wagon for every two of the Nesim, you see the Achtas. The Achtas that was there. Now we know that these Nesim were wealthy enough that they all bought their own wagon. But why did they share? To show that there was real Achtas there. And it's called a Mishkon. Because that's where the Shechina is. Rabbi say. The Svona is telling us whenever there's Achtas, there's Shechina. How beautiful. Rabbi say, I get to Vach. Mitzvah Shem tomorrow. We shall continue.